Well, hello and welcome. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. And I'm always so happy when Thursday at 4 o'clock rolls around. This is one of my favorite times of the week to be with you, to serve you, and to hear from you, to hear what you're up to and where you might like to be coached. Today we're going to really dive into the notion of authoring your own brand because more and more I hear from people that they're looking for apps that will create a brand for them or copy editors that will create a brand or even their significant others. And all I can say to that is, no, <laughs> no, this is yours. This is yours. You want to be the creator. You want to be the one that puts words to what it is you do. So I'm going to debunk some of the common tips, common ideas around creating your brand today. But I'm also going to take your calls and your comments and help you work out writing a brand that's for you. And I'm just going to give this away right now. It is simple. It really is. But you've got to stay with that idea that it can be simple. It is the complicated brands, I would say, that are, are sometimes not getting the business that people would think would bring them around, especially when they look back and say, but I put so much into creating that brand. My thinking is a lot of time people put a lot of energy into it, but they didn't allow the simplicity of a great name to just come forward. So I'm going to be helping you with that today. If you want to call in, you can you can call in and talk to me. Eric is standing right by and he is going to give you the phone numbers in case you're thinking about calling in. How you doing today, Eric? Hey, good afternoon, Debbie. I'm doing okay. Staying indoors, trying to avoid some of this smokiness, but uh, not on fire. So that is, you know, something to uh, celebrate, I think, at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And my hope is that is that we're all staying as safe as can be. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you give us those phone numbers? Of course. We'd love to hear from you out there. 425-373-5527. Again, 425-373-5527 or toll free 888-298-5569. That's 888-298-KKNW. Ah, perfect, perfect, perfect. And when you call in, my friends, that's the man who's going to take your call. And he will get us all connected. You can do it on your cell phone. I've even had people say, well, I was going to call in, but I didn't know if I had the right equipment. <laughs> you just need your phone, you know. That thing goes with you everywhere if I... If I know most of my people right, so just pick up your phone and dial one of those numbers and we will be connected. Or Mouth and just, ears also. 
What's that? <laughs> your phone, your mouth and ears. Those are that's all the equipment you need to call in. Those three. Yes. Yes. Those three for sure. <laughs> yes. If uh if you're feeling shy though, because I know this happens, you can always write in. And you can do this by going to Facebook Messenger and just sending me a note through Facebook Messenger. You can go to my Facebook page and add a note to the comments. And on Facebook, I am Debbie Handrich, D-E-B-B-Y. Some people spell it differently. I spell it D-E-B-B-Y. And Handrich is just like it sounds, H-A-N-D. R-I-C-H. And I've got all kinds of screens open here. So my hope is that I will find your question. We will read it online and I will give you some free coaching around your brand. A lot of people just feel like they're, they're no good at this. They could never, ever write their own brand. And, and that This is exactly the sort of thing that they should hire out. But I want to assure you that of all the tasks you could be hiring out, don't do this one. Don't do this one. I'm going to give you a bit of a crash course today on how you can create your own brand because I really feel that great branding, great branding comes back to really a great relationship with you. And we don't want to we don't want to make it harder than it need be. Some people they they are very good at just seeing words come together and trusting, "Hey, that's exactly what I want to do. That's exactly what I want to say. I'm going to go with that." And they put it out there in the world and they never give it another thought. They just trust themselves. And and that's someone that I'm going to say has a, a really good relationship with their own judgment, with their own inner being, not, not necessarily their own inner critic. I, I think in a time like that, they're not being critical from the inside. They've actually bypassed their inner critic They've seen some words sort of come together in their mind's eye and they go, you know what? I like that. I'm going with it. For seven years, I did a a radio show with my sweetie. It was called Life Mastery Radio. It's still up and going. He has a new co-host now. But I remember when I said to him, oh, you're thinking up a radio show. What are you going to call it? And he says, Life Mastery Radio. And I went, wow, that was fast. Where'd you get that? And he goes, oh, I've always known it. I've known that for a long time. If I was going to have a radio show, I'd call it that. And I said, well, where where did that come from? And he said, well, I I went to a a life coaching school. It was called Life Life Mastery Consultants. And I just liked that. So I, I asked her, can I use that name someday for my radio show? And she said she'd be honored. And I'm like, wow, bada bing, bada bang. I mean, it just all came together. But part of that's because he trusts himself in that way. He trusts himself when something just feels good. Why not do it? Why not just ask permission? 
can I use this name too? And if they say yes, go with it. And I would tell you, he never looked back. In fact, some years later, he got really ambitious around writing a book. And again, I said, what's the what's the title of your book? Or maybe you want to think about that later. And he said, oh, no, it's Six Keys to Life Mastery. I mean, he just knew. And again, that's that's about honoring the self because there's there's really a very soulful oh i want to say an aligned voice that's in all of us it's a pretty quiet voice but when we quiet down our day we hear it it's available to us michael neal was reminding me in a in a class i was in with him earlier today and about a hundred other students, he reminded me of this Taoist phrase. And I've heard it before, but I really loved the way he said it. He said, according to Taoism, there's a void where if you drop a seed in it, you have a poem. I love it. Let me read it again. In Taoism, they say, There is a void where, if you drop a seed in it, you have a poem. In other words, if you want something to grow, just allow that space to be where things do grow. And you can go back and pick the flower. You don't have to make a flower. You can just go back and pick it and enjoy it, and it is there for you. And our mind kind of works in a very similar way. When when writers are quiet, they find their relationship with their writing is right there. It's not necessarily growing, it's just available to them. It's in the quietness of not revving up getting involved with the inner critic, trying to figure out exactly how it's supposed to be. There is a time and a place for that. We, we call that being an editor, where you really take a very critical eye to what's been done. But I want to remind you, there's nothing to edit if you haven't first just sat down and listened to what your mind and your heart wants to reveal. There's nothing to edit, nothing at all. So today I wanna take you back to some of these skills and how it might help you create your own brand. Again, you can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, Facebook Messenger. You can pop a comment in below Or you could send me, I could even pull up an additional screen here if you have Instagram. I'm at Debbie underscore Handrich. You could even send me a direct message there. That's just one more thing for me to look at, but I would be happy to take your question. I want to tell you, um, there's two really, really black and white train of thoughts One is, I'm not good at writing copy. Another one is, hey, I'm pretty good at writing copy. 
You, see, you hear how black and white that is? One trusts herself. I'm pretty good at this. But another one says, no, no, that's not for me. I'll find someone else to do that. And I have a hard time agreeing. <laughs> I have a really hard time agreeing with the notion of outsourcing your copy because I'm, I'm so tapped into the idea that what you want to say really wants to come out of you. But as soon as I say that, I, I have to admit that I'm very, very in favor of collaboration. So when we talk about collaborating, sometimes it's a good idea if you don't feel comfortable, comfortable with your own writing, and if you think you are one of those people who would say, I'm not good at, I'm not good at writing my own copy, then there's nothing wrong with collaborating with a copy editor, hiring someone to write some of your copy, and then collaborating with what did you like about it the most? What would you like to see more of? What would you prefer they didn't do next time? But I would also encourage you, if you're going to have someone write your copy, be selective. And when it comes to your brand, make that be a job for you. That, that brand name wants to come right out of your heart, right out of your soul. It wants you to listen and to make something happen. So let me just say right here, there, there are so many schools of thoughts about the notion that you need to be, you need to be connected to like a, a copy avatar, uh, not a copy avatar, but uh, you need to be connected to like a, a, a client avatar. You need to be connected to your branding archetype. If, if you were to just look up people that typically do write copy and would be collaborating with you, that's some of the language you'll see a lot of. What is, what is your branding avatar? What, what do you see as the archetype of your business? And, um, Oh, what else might they say? Who, who are your main influencers and, and where do you go for your feedback and on and on and on and on and on. And I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I, but I want to really emphasize when, when you have that space between what you're putting out in the world and who you are. When you know that that space exists where you can listen to your thoughts come through, the name of your business is so easy. The name of your brand just comes naturally. It really is about giving yourself space to hear it. And you can, you can, you can write up that avatar, work with that archetype, all these, all these deep steps. Sure, you can do that. 
But when you're just wanting to get started, get out there, get moving, I think it's like walking. You put one foot in front of the other to walk. You don't wake up every day and relearn how to walk. You walk. You get up, one foot in front of the other. It takes you through your day. And similarly, when you're writing your brand, you're listening. There's that business you have. There's who you are. There's a space in between. That's the space where you just be and you listen and it comes to you. And if you don't believe me, I invite you to hang out for another oh, 40 minutes or so because we're going to dive into this. And looks like Mariah has written in with a question about her brand. So we will be getting to you first. Let's take our first break here. And when we come back, we are talking about creating your brand. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I hoped he'd get help. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. This message is from the National Council on Aging. Adults over age 60 are at higher risk for the COVID-19 coronavirus because they may have weaker immune systems or chronic health conditions. The Centers for Disease Control recommends older adults avoid crowds and people who are sick. Wash your hands and disinfect surfaces often. Keep a two-week supply of food and medicine on hand. Learn more at ncoa.org. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, and welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Today, I am talking to you about creating your brand, and specifically writing the words that you're going to be known for. What is it you're going to stand behind? There are so many brands out there that are beautiful, that were very, very thoughtfully created, one thing I hope, if nothing else stays with you, I hope you will take away from this show that I really believe, and I hope I, I hope you believe, I really believe that a great brand is a simple brand. It's not that 
convoluted thing that you have to work so hard at remembering. It's not that thing that was so meaningful to the creator of it, but the rest of us can't conjure it up in our mind to save our life. Your brand is something that's very simple, and yet, in a way, it says a lot. So today, we're really coming back to the idea that while you could hire it out, you could spend a gazillion dollars if you wanted to, I bet you, finding someone that would create a great brand for you, I might argue that you, you are just as skilled and I would say even more skilled at knowing the brand that wants to come right out of you. It is, it is a creative energy. Um, I was talking earlier about Michael Neal. He gave this awesome class today. It was really, really great. One of the things he asked us to do in class was to take out our pen and paper. And this was a class on creativity. And he just asked us, take out a pen, take out paper. I'm going to get a drink of water. And he said, for one minute... I want you to just draw a picture of anything at all. Now, a long time ago, if I was asked to draw anything, I would go into a near panic and and just hang in there with me because this is all going to come back to brand. <laughs> but I can't, I really can't draw. I Everything I, I was drawing at age five, my skills are still at that level very flat dimension. I, I I think the one and only three-dimensional looking thing I can create on paper is a cube because we were taught how to do that in grade school. I have no idea. I have no idea what an artist does when they are creating visual composition. I, I It's beyond me. But here I was in class today. And Michael's instruction was take out a pen, take out a piece of paper, and draw something. Draw anything at all. So over the weekend, I was sitting outside with my brother and other family members, and I was noticing these sunflowers in a garden. They were about eight feet tall. So I decided in my stick figure way, to complete the assignment and draw a sunflower garden. I, I drew a short little flower, a tall flower, a medium-sized flower, drew about five flowers. I really mean these were stick figure sunflowers. But here's the key. As soon as he gave the assignment, I want you to draw something. I had that image of sunflowers in my mind and I was drawing them, and I was having fun. And when he told us to put down our pens and stop, I was kind of sad that I couldn't go on and draw more of them. It, it's the most basic drawing you've ever seen. But I had fun, and I was noticing, wow, I really enjoyed that minute. I wonder why. Then he asked a bunch of us to share our experience, and this is what I heard. It was what I just told you 
a moment ago. Some people right away said, I'm really good at this. Other people right away said, I am no good at this. I thought that was interesting. That black and white feeling of, ooh, I want to do this. Now, I just told you I all I can do is draw stick figures, but I also, I'm really good at just dropping into that space of draw something. But for years of my life, I wasn't because I could feel my inner critic sitting on my shoulder. I could feel that critic going, you don't know how to draw. You're, you're a five-year-old when it comes to drawing. You don't have any dimension. You don't have any ability. But you know what broke that? My mom and I used to go to this painting studio where you would paint your own ceramics. And I found a real joy in just being there and leaving my day behind for two hours, three hours, having conversation with my mom, painting, and going away two weeks later, coming back, and having a little artifact to take with me. Was it high-end art? No. It was an experience. It was an experience, and it broke me through that idea of, I can't paint, I can't draw, I'm no good at this. It broke that. And I, I am, to this day, I, I look back at so many times where mom would say, hey, Debbie, you want to go to the painting studio? And before she could even get out the words painting studio, I'd say, yep, yep, I want to go. Because I was aware of the experience I was going to have. I was going to drop into that space between what I, who I am and something I wanted to accomplish. Drop into that space where the garden just grows, you know? I mean, bottom line, do we really grow our gardens? Do we really create eight feet tall sunflowers? Well, we drop the seed in the ground and we water it and we hope for enough sunlight. But nature knows how to grow a flower. And it is in your nature, taking a big leap back now, it is in your nature to know your brand, to know what you want to call it. But you might be far from the experience of just enjoying that nature. You might need someone to invite you back. And that was something I felt today for that one minute when my teacher, Michael Neal, said, take out a pen, take out a piece of paper, and draw a picture. And he really wanted to prove this point, that our ideas are so close to us. He said this today, and I wrote it down word for word. He said, our ideas are so close to home, but we can make a meal out of finding it. <laughs> I love that. Our ideas are so close to home, meaning they're in our heart. They're in our mind. They're with us. Our ideas are so close to home, but we can make a meal out of finding it as we do.
we get all caught up. We, we are ones that think I am bad at this. Or we are ones that relax like I did for a moment today. And I thought, ooh, I'm good at this. I'm good at knowing something I want to draw. I've completely accepted that all I can do are stick figures, even when it comes to sunflowers. Now, what does this have to do with your brand? Well, there are people that have written extremely creative brands. And I want to highlight what they have done. And then I'm going to get to Mariah's question. So I wrote this down. Where did I... I'm looking over this notebook. Here it is. I wrote this down. Two brands that I can remember. I can remember having a, a certain impact on me when I first reached for their product. So the first one is Yogi Teas. Yogi. Y-O-G-I. Yogi Teas. Now, I think they only do decaffeinated herbal teas, but I'm not sure. The first time I saw Yogi Teas in the grocery store, I was looking for a tea that would help me sleep, and there was one there, and I bought it. I was also looking for a tea that I could just enjoy in the evening not necessarily to help me sleep, but when I do my writing. And there was one called Egyptian Licorice. And I, I like licorice tea a lot, and so I bought that. Really, I liked the colors. I like purple, which is one of their main colors. But you know what else was going on? At that time in my life, we're going back about 20 years now, I was, I was in my early 30s. And I was attending yoga classes three to five times a week. I was very identified with the idea that yoga was going to deliver me into this new dimension of living. And might I say, I, I think it did in a certain way. So the creators of Yogi Tea had me. They had me. The minute I was walking through my grocery store looking for a, a tea to help me get some sleep, my eye went straight to their brand. Why? Because I was already identifying with that word in another area of my life. In that way, it's brilliant. And in that way, that's, that's kind of what people are talking about when they say create you know an archetype look at look at what you're doing with your brand are you one that pampers are you one that fixes something are you one that designs something it's it's good to know that but you don't have to fixate on that the creators of yogi tea were also kind of working with the idea that there's already, um, you could say they were almost doing a little word play, that there's already the word yogi in the world. So if you identify, you might buy their product. 
I would love to do research and find out how many people that value yoga drink yogi tea <laughs> as opposed to a different brand. Another brand that I remember being a teenager, actually, when I first brought this product, the product is Dove Soap. And I actually think somewhere on the package it says it's a, it's like a non-soap. It's a soap, but it's not made of soap or something like that. But the word I remember is Dove. And this goes back a ways, but... When, when you think of the word dove, you might think of, I mean, granted, it's a bird, you know, a very elegant bird. But dove being a brand in skincare is a match. Even though it's a bird, it's a match for elegance. And for me, it was a match because as soon as I saw the word dove, I thought of a white bird, and you may know, you may not know, but I am albino, and as a, as a young girl, I really felt just so incredibly left out, but when I saw that word dove, I felt included. I felt like there, there was something white and soft and inclusive for me in that brand. And I bought that brand for a very long time. But when I was thinking of brands today and I was trying to think of what are some of the most simple brands that I followed for a long time and can I trace back what I remember? Those are two brands where I instantly identified. So now coming back to your brand, you want to write words that help your people identify, but you also want to write words that help people know what you're after. So I would say that the yogi teas, without doing any research on them, they were appealing to people that identified with, to some degree, the lifestyle of a yoga person or a yogi. I would say that the people that created Dove were wanting you to identify, to some degree, to that elegant, most elegant of birds, right? If, if right now, let's say I was creating something that was around courage. Um, oh, what could it be? Like, like uh, let's say I was creating a brand with uh, weights uh, or, or strength. The, the, just a second ago, the image that popped into my mind was a lion. A lion is courageous. A, a lion is never cowardly, although it is depicted that way in The Wizard of Oz, that the lion had to follow his journey, follow the yellow brick road to find his courage and, and be a real lion and not fall into his cowardliness. So if I was developing something that 
was full of courage. I might use the word lion in my brand right there because I think it pulls up this image of strength, of even being at the top of the the food chain of the pool. So your words in your brand, your words on, on a very subconscious level, they speak to your people, your people identify, but your words also have to speak to you. So Mariah, we're going to get to your question after the break, but I just want to tell you quickly before we go to the break, when, when I chose Story You Talk Radio for this show, I must have written down 50 names for this talk show. But when I went back and I looked it over, my brainstorming list, the word story was in over half of them. So that was a slam dunk. Story is going in. And as soon as I wrote story down on a blank piece of paper, a capital U followed it. It just came out of that quiet place. And I ran with it, and I never looked back. To me, story U is exactly my brand. I did a little brainstorming at first, but I went with what felt right. And you should too. We're going to come back with Mariah after the break. I think her question serves as a great example. So stay tuned. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world. Their skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. We are the physicians, the nurses, the hospital and health system leaders. All we ask of you is to take three simple steps proven to stop the spread of COVID. Wear a cloth face mask maintain social distance, and wash your hands. Scientific evidence must shape our decisions, dictate our actions, and protect our health. We are not powerless. Together, we will defeat COVID. This has been a message from the American Hospital Association, the American Medical Association, and the American Nurses Association. Alternative Talk 1150. Talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I know a lot of you are at home right now and you're trying to think of how to keep moving through the pandemic. And some of you were going to write your book this year. Some of you were going to make sure that blog was happening. But a lot of you are writing in and talking to me about the fact that you would start your new business if you could just get a hold of your brand name. And that is part of what encouraged me to offer this show today. I, I have some tips that 
I know go a little bit against the grain of what others say, but this is what I want to share with you. Your brand name should use words that you like. I also want to encourage you that your brand name be something simple. I want to encourage you that you write it and that you write it from a place of being very present. And I'll go over that again later on. But if any of this speaks to you and you're really wanting to take a deeper dive, I offer this in some of my classes, even in the mastermind that's going on right now, and that will start up a, a new launch in January 2021. A lot of the reason that we think about outsourcing our copy and the things we need to write is because we're simply overthinking. It's something all of us do. But when you get into the habit of just letting yourself be still and having a writing practice, if you can, on a daily basis, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or longer, if you can write a little bit every day, you're going to be like the little kid in me that takes out a pen, takes out a sheet of paper, and can follow those instructions to just draw a picture of sunflowers in a minute. And it won't bother you that it looks like stick figures. In fact, you'll kind of delight in it because you had a one-moment experience that was fun for you, where you got to just create. We're looking at how you write a brand. And Mariah has written in, written in today and she says, I used to do a lot of writing and I thought I'd have a writing business one day. I'm 39 and it hasn't happened yet. I've worked as a buyer the longest. It's interesting to even think about branding. I've dreamt for a long time about a customer and I've dreamt for a long time about a customer and a frivolous business. I dream of buying the most personalized face products, of driving to a woman's home and painting her face. I dream up even going to J-Lo's house and making her even look better than she does. I know I could do this because it is in my dreams. I know so many brands already exist, but I am very familiar with cosmetics. I could offer a Cadillac service. I would just use makeup, and I would turn women into glam star looking faces. I dream this up all the time. I would charge a fortune for my business because I know I'm good at it and I know what a face needs. But I can't write my own brand. And this is embarrassing to me because for a long time, I thought someday I would run my own writing business. Mariah, I love this question. And while I was reading it, a brand name came to me. The brand name came to me because I'm just looking at the copy you sent to me 
and I see the word dream and I see the word faces several times. So right out of that, dream faces could be a brand. Dream faces. It's simple. Do I need to be writing your brand? I don't. But what did I do? I just looked at what you were saying and I pulled out two words one is what you're doing, you're dreaming. The other is what you're delivering, a face. And I put them together. That's all I did. Writing your own brand is almost this simple, but it seems like it's not because we want it to be so good. We want it to take us places. We want it to be our money maker. We want to achieve through this brand. We want to be known through this brand. I mean, all of this is legitimate, all of it. But what you're forgetting is while all of that can and probably will happen for you, that's not what you want to be thinking about while you're writing your brand. While you're writing your brand, you just want to be quiet and see what comes to you. And the reason for that is because you know who it is you're serving. You know what it is you're great at. You know what it is that you want to bring to your, your customers, whether it's a product or a service. So if you're just hanging out in that space of feeling and experiencing that you have a brand, the name will come. If you can feel into this idea, my business matters, I know I'd be great at this, the name will come. One of the things I love about my friend Annette's brand, it's called Definitive Style with Annette Bond. She's an image consultant. One of the things I love about her brand name is that definitive really, really speaks to her value system. This is not a sloppy lady. This is not a casual lady. This is a woman of elegance. This is a woman who values excellence. To be definitive means to take your mind to that place where you discern and you are on purpose. And when you take a word like definitive and you match it up with style, you're bringing in what she does. So definitive is what she's all about. And style brings in what she does. But you have to get to know her to really understand what she's up to. Just like yogi teas. You have to take that tea home to really have an experience of the tea. You might like and identify with the name yogi, but it's not until you are experiencing the product or experiencing the service that you really know what it's all about. The brand introduces 
that you might want to go that way as opposed to following a different brand. I love the word definitive. And and I'm I'm sort of a junkie for style. I I just I could spend a day off freely and and enjoying my own company hour after hour just by looking at stylish things. It's one of the ways that my mind frees up from the work day and just enjoys herself. Now, there are other people that say, well, that's all good if you're, if you're one who loves words, but what if you just know what you like and you don't know how to get there? Well, again, I think that's when the collaborative process will serve you. But I really want to encourage you to collaborate, not outsource the whole thing. So, for example, let's say, let's say you're buying a house. Let's just use this as an example. When I was buying my, my first house, my only house that I've ever purchased, I did have an idea in my mind of what I wanted. I did. I, I was able to state some characteristics. But I also knew this. I knew once the agent, the real estate agent, took me to the house that was for me, that I would recognize it and know it. And that would be the house I would buy. I had a sense I like houses built in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. I I also like low maintenance. And often houses in the 20s and 30s and 40s are not low maintenance. I like the look of that that time period. But I I don't want a big house. I want I want something cozy. I want something that just doesn't require me to constantly fix at it, but allows me to be free and decorative with it. I collaborated with the agent. Now, she probably showed me 50 houses, but I picked the one. I picked it because I recognized it. I recognized it was mine. And you should be doing the same with your brand. You can collaborate with people and have them suggest all kinds of words, all kinds of things to think over and mull over. But the bottom line is your brand, the one that really is going to serve you best, I'm imagining is probably quite simple. And it might be one that someone else wrote down but you recognize it. You recognize it because it states quite easily that this is you. I can tell you that I not only liked the word townhouse, (laughs) but when I was taken to the townhouse that I bought, I really liked the fact that I would be the first owner Now, that's not going to happen if you buy something from the 20s, 30s, and 40s. But I like that. I liked that it was built in 2002. 
and that it was only six weeks old. I didn't know I wanted that. But that townhouse had uh, design and characteristics that made your mind instantly reflect on the 20s and 30s and 40s. And I recognized that. I recognized the ease that this place is new. It's not going to fall apart in the next year or so. It lined up with me. And I bought it. And that's the feeling that you have when your brand lines up with you. It has characteristics in those words that you identify with. I identify with dove. I like that. It has my coloring. It has an excellence or a elegance. When I think of a dove, I think of an elegant bird. It's simple. Four little letters. What are you doing with your business that allows you to simply say what you're doing. Go back to the simple. Go back to the experience you want people to have. And I assure you, you can write your own brand. Stick with me. I offer classes on this. I would love for you to follow me. I would love to receive your notes and your email. I'm here every Thursday at 4 o'clock on KKNW talking about the stories you live by and the stories you are writing. So until next week, namaste, my friends.